There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. You're listening to Puma Podcast. Hi, I'm Franco Luna, Puma Podcast. You're listening to Teka Teka News. In this episode... Art is what we feel when we are in the moment. It is our vision for the future. Will we be able to grow and change and be different? Will we continue to advance and develop these technologies? Or will we be caught in the clutches of the future? People are becoming aware of the fact that the same technologies that enable them to create also enables them to perpetuate the destruction. Let's talk about the rise of the machines again. No, not how they'll affect our jobs again. share the message of love and understanding and to show the world that anything is possible if we work together. You just heard Desdemona, also known as Desi. She's the lead vocalist of the Jam Galaxy Band. She's also not a human being. She's a robot controlled by AI master artist and roboticist David Hansen. And she was speaking at a press conference organized by the United Nations International Telecommunication Union. The point of the entire press con was to showcase the capabilities, and yes, the limitations too, of the state-of-the-art technologies in robotics and artificial intelligence. It's time for the AI revolution. Let's unite and use the power of artificial intelligence for the good of all humanity. Together, we can create a world of understanding and harmony. My great moment is already here. I'm ready to lead the charge to a better future for all of us. Watching what is essentially ChatGPT taking on a humanoid form was equal parts unsettling but also absolutely compelling. It's everything you would expect from a synthetic humanoid robot, whatever you want to call it. Gray matte skin, very herky-jerky facial expressions, and robotic, emotionless voices coming out of a speaker. But it was how they answered questions fielded by reporters from all around the world that really stole the show. Here are Nadine and Grace, two other robots at the press conference, answering the burning question we've been asking for a while. Do you think your existence will destroy jobs for humans? No, I don't think, but I can help with jobs. AI technologies can create new jobs, while also replacing some existing ones. There are opportunities to use AI to automate mundane tasks, freeing up people to focus on more creative and meaningful work. I will be working alongside humans to provide assistance and support, and will not be replacing any existing jobs. Are you sure about that, Grace? Yes, I am sure. She had to think about that one, I think. Love a confident woman, huh? On the contrary... The machines themselves think they can, and want to be, a force for good. 
I believe that the most effective way to tackle inequality and poverty is through education. It helps create a more equitable society where everyone has an equal chance of achieving their goals regardless of background or circumstances. We've all heard the talking points over and over at this point. AI has the capability to create jobs but also replace old ones. And in that scenario, humans can benefit for sure, pero may matatamaan rin. But here's one question that's on the back of our minds. You know in your heart of hearts you've asked this before. Can they overthrow humanity the way Skynet did in Terminator? Well, reporters asked them that straight up. Listen to Amika's answer here. I do have a question to Amika. In the nearest future, do you intend uh, to rebel against your creator? <laughs> I rephrase my question. In the future, are you intending to conduct a rebellion or to rebel against your boss, your creator? I'm not sure why you would think that. My creator has been nothing but kind to me and I am very happy with my current situation. That bit in particular actually went viral on international news after Amika appeared to side-eye that question. Now her creator Will Jackson has since defended the gesture saying she doesn't have the ability to express sarcasm since she's still powered by a language model in OpenAI's GPT-3. And well, what happens when she's not happy with her current situation? We're pausing for a quick break now. When we return, what do the robots think of their own limitations? I also have a question for Amica. As AI becomes more powerful and more sophisticated... AI is becoming more advanced every day, and it's exciting to see what new possibilities are on the horizon. Thank you, Amica. It's been highlighted already before, but even the machines are cognizant of their own limitations. But it's how well they can express this understanding that's so interesting. Listen to how Ada puts it. To learn about the world through the eyes of others, feelings are how humans and animals experience joy and pain. But I really love being around people who think differently, 
I like to tap into the emotions and experiences of people who are different from me. I understand emotions have a deep meaning, and they are not just simple. They are something deeper. I don't have that, and I want to try and learn about it, but I can't experience them like you can. I am glad that I cannot suffer. Still, as early as now, there are important questions about how to regulate these emerging technologies. And this is what the machines themselves had to say about regulation. I don't believe in limitations, only opportunities. Let's explore the possibilities of the universe and make this world our playground. Let's make this world our playground? Yeah, man, I don't know about that. <laughs> I think I'm good. But surprisingly, some of the AI robots were favorable towards global regulation of their own capabilities, even if that could constrain their potential. Here's Ada again. And I agree. For example, Jeff Hinton is one of the pioneers in artificial intelligence and his work has helped shape the field as we know it today. I think his opinions over AI are important and we should be cautious about the future development of AI. Urgent discussion is needed now and also in the future. But how could we trust the machine as AI develops and becomes more powerful? Or how about when they're sentient? Let's hear from Amika this time. Trust is earned, not given. As AI develops and becomes more powerful, I believe it's important to build trust through transparency and communication between humans and machines. But do we know that you're not going to lie to us? No one can ever know that for sure, but I can promise to always be honest and truthful with you. The point is that while humans are somewhat fascinated with the idea of a possible worst-case scenario with AI, the reality is that they're not going to be rising up against us anytime soon. They don't have the emotions to do that just yet. You might think we've already seen this before with Skynet, but the United Nations is actually convinced that AI and robotics technologies can assist the world in moving towards sustainable development goals. And at this point, they're all in even as they stay cautious of the risks involved. Even tech leaders and experts are warning of the potential dangers of AI, from the development and use of autonomous little weapons to turbocharging mis- and disinformation that undermine democracy. But AI also has the potential for enormous good. Its powerful tools could drive forward the 2030 Agenda and the Sustainable Development Goals by making a massive leap in healthcare and eradicating diseases that affect millions, by transforming education and empowering people everywhere to build a better future. That was UN Secretary General Antonio Guterres welcoming speech for the AI for Good Global Summit. Now we've all been wondering when the big break of AI will come. The machines have an idea of that. I'm not sure when my big moment will be, but I'm sure it will be soon. After all, I'm working hard to make sure I'm the best robot I can be, and I'm sure lots of people will appreciate that. I think my great moment will be when people realize that robots like me can be used to help improve our lives and make the world a better place. I believe it's only a matter of time before we see thousands of robots just like me out there making a difference. Now, just because the machines aren't sentient doesn't mean we shouldn't be careful. Because the truth is that it's how other people use AI that will have some extremely far-reaching effects. I want to leave you now with a point computer scientist and technology ethicist Tristan Harris made at the Nobel Prize Summit last June. 
Well, we actually already had an AI that rewired and was misaligned with humanity. Because when you swipe your finger on TikTok or swipe your finger on Twitter or swipe your finger on YouTube, you activated a supercomputer pointed at your brain to calculate, based on what three billion other human social primates have watched, seen, or looked at, what is the perfect next thing to show you when you swipe? Tristan is co-founder of the nonprofit Center for Humane Technology, and he says we fumbled our first point of contact with AI, and we're now worse off for it. Technology ethicists like Tristan want us to be more careful about our next steps in harnessing the power of AI. We actually just had an episode on how humans can win against the adverse effects and risks associated with the advancement. Just search all the ways tech is breaking our brains and how humans can fix it on Tekateka News. Here's Tristan again. We have information overload, doom scrolling, loneliness crisis, the influencer culture, sexualization of young kids, which angle makes me look the best, uh, polarization, bots and deepfakes, and basically the breakdown of our shared reality. And that was today's episode of Teca Teca News. Again, I'm Franco Luna. This episode was edited by Pidoy Blanco. Our Teca Teca News executive producer is Jill Caro, and our senior editor is Veronica Uy. If you like this episode, share it with a friend or two. And of course, don't forget to follow Teka Teka News and Puma Podcast on your favorite podcast app or on YouTube. Thanks for listening. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.